Merrimack and Providence. The Warriors win tonight one to nothing, holding serve at home. And uh, Mark Denny's with us, the head coach of the Warriors. So, uh, Mark, first of all, you guys continue to, as I said, hold serve at home, uh, establishing that home ice advantage, as you uh, said before the season that you wanted to. So, certainly a plus there. It is, you know, and uh, whew, it hasn't been easy. I mean, we've played some really hard-fought games in this building, but uh, uh, the willingness to play in those hard-fought games is is can be a, the differentiating factor. And uh, I like the fact that we, we're not afraid of hard games. I mean, this was a hard weekend. I said to Nate after the game, you know, it, it's a little early for a, uh, for a playoff series, but that's what it was like this weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I think it was probably uh, apropos that both teams have held serve because – both teams played hard and both teams played well. Yeah, interesting to hear you say that about playoff kind of atmosphere because that's the feeling that we had watching the game up there, not just because it was a low-scoring game in 0-0 into the, into the third period and, and well into the third period, in fact, but just the way that you know neither team was willing to give an inch. You had both goaltenders playing at the top of their game. Uh, I mean, it, it really was a terrific ho- college hockey game to watch tonight. It was, and uh, you know, there were some great plays by a lot of, lot of our players. I mean, I, there wasn't anybody that I don't, I don't think had a good night, uh, and you need to to play a, a team the caliber of Providence, but did a good job around our net we did a good job breaking the puck out um you know i thought we did a good job cycling uh took care of the puck well for the most part um special teams were were good i think for for us on both ends uh, even though we didn't score i thought we moved the puck around a lot better tonight than we did the night before um you know all in all it was it, it would have really stung to, to walk away without a point you know and so uh to get to pretty special Right, and a major reason why that happened, uh, the play that happened on the goal, uh, I, I thought one of the key reasons for it, what Craig Wismirski did not give up on the play, continued to pursue it, and that led to the goal. Yeah, you know, Wiz, I thought Wiz had a great week, and I was happy for him, too, with, with uh, you know, how it ended. he ended up at Merrimack. Um, and he played with a lot of confidence this weekend, which is nice. Uh, yeah, he stayed with it, and... Uh, you know, ended up getting an assist on that goal, and and he's he's very mobile and big and strong. And you know, Brian had three cracks at it with two breakaways, and then walking in alone. I, I think uh, I'm glad he figured it out. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the play that Wismirski made, and I felt like you know that's the kind of play maybe for for the younger guys or anybody that's watching. I mean, that that's a lesson, right? Not to give up on the play, and uh, you you never know what's going to happen. You know, the goaltender he might cover it, he might not. You know, it, it and that's it. He may cover it, he may not. Um, you know. What do they play? Twenty-seven. There's a potential to play twenty-seven playoff games to win a Stanley Cup. I think that's what it is. Um, we're less than that right now. I mean, we are, this is the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's basically what we've got going over the next six months, five months. You know, um, and, and so we talked a lot about you know who's going to be that guy that gets the block, who's going to be that guy that gets the the goal or, or gets the uh, you know, the smart play, whatever it is, back check. Um, this is playoff hockey, and, and this weekend was evidence of it. Yeah, physical play was there. You had guys blocking shots. You had guys uh, going in the corner and winning battles all the way around. It was, a, like I said, it was a hard-fought game. It was, uh, and both goaltenders played well. Um, hey, that's that's as good a team as we faced all year. That's that's a team that's going to contend for our league championship and and I think for the NCAA tournament, and uh, and for us to to a hold serve is huge. Uh, the play in the second period, kind of interesting. Uh, Rasmus Tiernan told us after the game that, you know, I mean, we're up there watching the game, and I'm thinking, you know, usually con- conventional wisdom, the goaltender loses his stick is one of the defensemen to give him his, but he says that's not the way you guys play it. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and, and uh, it, we talked about it as a staff. Curtis Carr, uh, I think, makes a good point. You know, it, you don't want to be shorthanded. 
you know, if by, by giving up your stick, um, you know, basically you're then playing shorthanded, which gives the other team much more puck possession. So the four guys or the five guys on the ice, wherever it is, can continue to play. Uh, the goaltender can make saves without a stick. I mean, they, you know, obviously we'd rather have him have it with in his hand. Uh, but you can see our guys trying to get it to him, you know. But, uh, no, we didn't want to get put in a shorthanded situation. We wanted to be able to compete with all five guys. Yeah, it is a good point because you got the one guy out there. He can't reach with the stick. He can't block the shot, whatever it is that he would do with it. So, uh, I mean, it makes sense. It does. It does. And so, you know, again, I give Coach Carr a lot of credit, and I give the players a lot of credit for remembering and staying with it and not, you know, uh, this isn't that uh, that isn't a uh, a rule of thumb usually you know that's almost uh, counterintuitive exactly. to what you're taught as a young player so yeah, I'm gonna uh, remember that next time that happens now because yeah. that's why I said the opposite up there yeah, yeah. and so uh, you know it's counterintuitive and so it really showed how locked in our guys were you know because uh, that's only something we encountered encountered it I think two games ago and and we ended up giving the stick we made a point of talking about it coach Carr made a point of talking about it and and they put it into play. There was another play in this game I thought that was big. You had the major penalty to kill. Ben Bob gets a chance going up the uh, going up ice with the puck. Now, I, I don't know how good of a chance necessarily he had to score, but the, it shows why you don't uh, give up on a play like that either because you may draw the penalty, which he did, and it allows you guys to rest the penalty killers for a couple of minutes. Mike, you've been watching us long enough to know how important Benny Barr is to what we do. You know, he, he, he does, hasn't scored a lot of goals. He hasn't put a lot of assists up yet. I mean, he still has almost half his career left here. Um, but he does little things. He is a dog on the puck. I mean, he is a tenacious player. He's a great skater. He's intelligent. Um, he's fearless. He blocks shots. He does a number of st- stats, a number of things that do not show up on the, on the register. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see him coming into his own. It, it, I, I used to kid him about he's, he's just a real nice person. And uh, sometimes I thought he played a little too nice. And, uh, you know, he's been, uh, he's been grisly all, all year long for us. And so it was great to see that effort rewarded with uh, drawing a, a penalty and, and allowing us to get into a little four-on-four play before we had to kill that last minute and change. And Terranen gets the shutout tonight, second of his career. Um, I mean, I thought, given the fact that you guys outshot the other team again, and you outshot everybody in every game so far. Uh, I mean, we talked with him after the game, and he sounded like, well, I didn't get a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know if he didn't get a lot of work, but the, the work that he got was pretty good. He made some pretty good saves, including that pad, pad save near the end. That was a great save. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how, how late he saw that puck. That was the game-saving save that you talk about. That, that's the one, you know. Uh, and and so, it, hey, listen, it's an area. There is an area that we need to work on that we weren't great at this week. I thought we didn't handle the the few odd man rushes we had well. I thought, you know, we we were a little bit too de- desperate and a little too obvious at times, and, and allowed them. Uh, whether we left our feet or we slid too quickly. Um, so, I mean, there's going to be plenty to work on. Once we get back to work, these guys earned a, a, a day off for sure. Uh, that's one of them, you know. And, and, um, but it's, it's really the start of something. This is the, we're only nine games in here. There's a long way to go. All right, so you're back over 500 at 2-1 and one in hockey's play. Notre Dame comes in next week, and uh, I think they're on TV tomorrow against Minnesota, so I imagine you'll be watching that. Uh, thoughts on them so far? Um, I know they're young as well. I think they have 10 freshmen as well. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, a lot of respect for uh, Coach Jackson and his staff. I think they do things the right way. I think they're uh, obviously his record speaks for itself. Um, we're looking forward to welcome, welcoming them to Lawler. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. Uh, enjoy the week. We'll see you against Notre Dame on Friday. Thanks, Mike.